I speak to you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. On this feast of Corpus Christi, when we celebrate the real presence of Christ in the bread and wine of the Eucharist, I begin by asking you in this very strange time, where are you experiencing the real presence of God now? Where have you experienced God's presence during this lockdown, during pandemic and economic meltdown, as we search our conscience in the face of racial injustice, wrestling with that original sin of our country? Where are you experiencing the real presence of God now? Wherever you've experienced God's real presence, I invite you to share it in the chat or comments throughout this sermon. The feast of Corpus Christi is a wonderful feast, hundreds of years old, a time to contemplate the marvelous and the miraculous nature of the sacrament of the Eucharist. Each year, I look forward to preaching on this day, knowing that we are probably the only Episcopal church in this diocese celebrating this feast. Every year, I try to think of something new to say. In this past week, I reviewed the last seven sermons I preached at All Saints on Corpus Christi. I've told stories from Graham Greene's novel, The Power and the Glory, I've told a story about a border communion celebrated in the middle of the Rio Grande. I've quoted St. Augustine, Pope Francis, Thomas Merton, Dom Gregory Dix, and believe it or not, many years ago, Lady Gaga. This year, however, is different. This year, it feels awfully tender to talk about the real presence of Christ in the bread and wine of the Eucharist, which most of us have not tasted in months. It's painful to read or hear St. Paul's words today. The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a sharing in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a sharing in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. How hard to hear that when we have not gathered physically in our beautiful building, the body of Christ gathered to receive the body of Christ. It's painful to hear Jesus call himself the bread of life, knowing that we will not partake of that bread all together again, gathered on Sunday morning for some time. As I look back at various sermons over the years, I see that despite quoting many people and invoking many examples and stories, I really have only a couple themes. The sacrament is precious. 
the sacrament is not a prize for the perfect, but spiritual food and medicine. Just as the Eucharist is the body of Christ, so are we. Just as bread is made from many grains and wine from many grapes, so the body of Christ is made up of all of us, with all our differences, gathered together into one. And though we cannot physically share in that one bread and one cup, eating and drinking together at the communion rail, I'm not so sure that we aren't partaking in the sacrament. And I am certain that we are still the body of Christ. The sacrament is precious. The body of Christ nourishes us, body and soul. And do we not still receive it? Many of you have told me that the prayer of spiritual communion has become meaningful because you are now focused on your desire for union with Christ. As you pray, your heart resonates with those words of longing. I beseech you to come spiritually into my heart, we pray. Let me never be separated from you. Is not our longing for Christ a kind of sacrament, an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace? After all, the Feast of Corpus Christi arose about just the time when so few people who attended Mass actually ate the bread and drank the cup, that the priest celebrating the Eucharist facing God, but with his back to the people, would raise the host high, saying, here is my body in Latin, bells ringing, so that the people might see and partake of the body of Christ or visually still today known as oracular communion, something we are learning about in these days of Zoom worship. The real presence is precious and we are still receiving it. We are receiving it together here in worship as we friends and family through Christ together are reminded of his upbuilding presence. We receive it in Zoom and FaceTime chats and saying hi to others at a different distance, though connecting with others. Some of you experience the real presence in a garden, watching it grow. Some of you experience the real presence in connections between people mainly at All Saints, but not only at All Saints. Some of you experience the real presence as we care for one another by wearing masks. The Eucharist is precious and it is also medicine for us. We weary sin sick souls as theologians throughout the ages have said, and as St. Ambrose wrote, if whenever Christ's blood is shed, it is shed for the forgiveness of sins, I who sin often should receive it often. I need a frequent remedy. I need a frequent remedy. But in this time of pandemic, a time when we abstain from coming together in order to protect one another, especially the most vulnerable, 
Is that not another kind of medicine? A participation in the self-giving nature of Jesus Christ, humbling ourselves, denying ourselves for the good of one another. Is it possible that we are partaking in the sacrament of healing and reconciliation by putting the welfare of the people who make up the body of Christ ahead of our own desires for the body of Christ in bread and wine? After all, no matter how much we long to take communion again, and I know we all do, even I, I who am graced to occasionally receive the Eucharist on behalf of the community, I long for communion at the table with all of you. But no matter how much we long for the sacrament, it is a gift. It is a gift, not a right. It is a grace a life broken open for us upon the cross, love broken open for us on the altar. We long for it, we need it, yet none of it is owned or ours. It is food for the hungry, it is medicine for the sick, and perhaps longing for the Eucharist is the medicine we need now. Perhaps our emptiness makes us more alive makes room for the body of Christ around us to those who also hunger, those who also need medicine, those who hunger for justice, those who need us to deny ourselves to keep them safe. And we see that the real presence of Christ is all around us, not only in the sacrament of the altar, but in those who've given up their safety in order to care for others in hospitals and nursing homes, those who've given up economic security, closing down their businesses so that we might flatten the curve, those who have let go of material possessions, refusing to turn on protesters when their shops are damaged, more concerned with justice for all than with their immediate private property. We see the real presence of Christ in so many places. We see it in long needed reconciling conversations with beloved friends. When we can let go of anxiety, we know the real presence of Christ in morning prayer gathered on Facebook Live, connecting here on Sunday. We see it in smiling eyes behind masks, in neighbors looking out for one another, sharing food and essential supplies, checking in on one another, being at home, being able to enjoy nature on our porch. One of us sees the presence of God in the absolute purity of a coworker and his love of people, in fresh strawberries that taste like home. We see the real presence of God among a group of people who would never connect otherwise than in this way. The real presence of Christ is on the altar, but in so many places as well.
And we trust that the body of Christ does not rely on us. Christ established the sacrament. Christ established the church. They will go on long after we are gone. Even so, beloved, we are the body of Christ. We partake in it, we consume it, we are it. Whenever St. Augustine preached to newly baptized adults, he would hold up the host at communion, and instead of saying the body of Christ, he would say, behold what you are. Behold what you are. Become what you receive. Behold what you are. Become what you receive. Well, beloved, we have not been able to receive the bread and wine of the Eucharist, but look around. Look around at these faces on Zoom. Click on that arrow on the right and go through the five screens of beloved faces here in the same time, if not the exact same place. See the faces and the comments on Facebook. We have not been able to eat the bread or drink the cup, but truly we have not been deprived of the body of Christ. For here you are, a living sacrament created by Christ, precious, a gift, an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace, medicine and balm for one another, beloved, the body of Christ. Behold what you are. Become what you receive. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.